The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Welcome back to Flourish and Fulfilled. Now, today's episode is kind of like a starting point for all things within our Flourish and Fulfilled community, which is, of course, self-awareness. To make a change, we must first reflect on where we wish to move from. So navigating where we're currently at in all areas of our lives and learning and uncovering our patterns and our behaviours so that we can actually make the changes required to live an aligned, fulfilled life. Today's episode is definitely a pen and paper or a note section one. So if you want to get ready, you may wish to loop back around to this episode. Definitely take notes, refer back to it. And it'll be one of those episodes where I guess you are able to come back to at any given time when you're feeling a bit out of alignment or feeling like things are just a bit hard. You'll know if you're living life in alignment because it will just flow. As an individual, you are responsible directly for your own life. And I really want you to let that sink in. Your behavior is a sum of all the decisions that you've made and not your conditions. You and only you are the only person who has the initiative and the responsibility to be able to turn your life around and be able to make things happen. So people who are proactive and aware of what their purpose is and know exactly that their conditions and circumstances are not to blame, always go on to live the most fulfilled lives. And instead of their own behaviour feeling like it's holding them back from living a life that's true to them, they're able to see that their behaviours and patterns can also be the very thing that breaks them free of being able to live that life that they've always dreamed of as well. And imagine having the mindset that you can live a life of total fulfillment and be able to flourish in every aspect, Uh, working on different relationships to be able to have the tools to harness every aspect of your life and be able to really take back that control. So stop letting life do things to you and start taking charge of your life and letting it do things for you. So just switching and changing those words from life is happening to you instead of it being life is happening for you will entirely change the way that you view and see a situation to be able to reflect on that self-awareness of what is this trying to teach me. The first step of living a life of total fulfillment is definitely gaining that self-awareness to actually look over every element of your life to best see where you're currently at, but also where you want to go. And of course, with that, it requires reflection. And it's so important to be able to reflect back on different situations or incidences. And I do this with every relationship or friendship or event that has occurred. And I actually stop and reflect on it in the moment of how I'm feeling right then and there and how I want to remember it, learn from it and grow from it. And I think it's really important that we actually have that self-awareness and analysis to be able to sit and be like, in this moment, I'm feeling X, Y, Z. And I know that for me, what I personally do is if say a relationship hasn't worked out or hasn't flowed or for whatever reason, we've gone out separate ways, I always romanticize the good situations, events, um, things that have occurred. And eventually the negative things or the negative situations that happened, I block out. 
And so what the good thing about of being able to journal and reflect and have these relationship reflection tasking or whatever it might be is that you are there and then to be able to analyse and reflect on where you currently have been and how you are feeling in that moment rather than only looking back and seeing the good times, which if you're three or six months down the track, you've already blocked out all of those negative emotions and you're only remembering those positives that you're actually not going to be able to grow from it and have that self-awareness in the moment. So whilst when you're going through a situation or an event, it might feel really hard to actually sit in it, it's the best time to be able to learn and grow from that. Now, often the easiest way to be able to go into a journaling task is to go deep into gratitude first, as I feel that it allows the brain to go into that love frequency instead of it being fear or anger towards a situation. So start with statements like, I'm thankful for, I'm happiest when, my favorite smell right now is, and really stop and smell the roses, so to speak. So let's get into like the analysis tasking of a life audit. So in order to change or move from our current situation or state of mind, we first must analyse where we're currently at. And working through these different areas to analyse a few key changes that you wish to make. And you may note that there are numerous different areas that you wish to work on or explore or you want to see a change in. And I want to encourage you here to really be open with your heart and authentic to yourself and explore each area with unconscious journaling. And the thing here that I always note is that whenever you're journaling is make sure that the space that you're journaling in is is something that is entirely sacred just for you. So no one else is ever going to read what you're currently writing and that you're in a very safe space to be true to yourself and authentic with your heart and your deepest emotions, knowing that no one else is going to read that. So when we work in a life audit space, we work in different areas or categories of our life. And these are, so make sure you take note of this. Personal growth and development, career, family, spirituality, relationships, health and fitness. And from these different analysis area, I want you to prioritize each different area according to how your life is currently represented. So where does that flow in order at the moment? So let's just do that together now. So let's say you're really happy and fulfilled in your health and fitness goals, but because you're doing that, relationships are sitting at the bottom and your family feels like it's next to the bottom and you're still putting a lot of time into self-development. So spirituality might be number two and then your career. So right now it looks like health and fitness, career, spirituality, and then family and relationships. And then what I want you to do is reorder how you wish to see these prioritized in the future. So the current order will go on one side and then where you wish them to actually be will go on the other side. So the way that I like to do this, we actually have this in our Flourish and Fulfilled journals or workbooks, but if you don't have one of those, well, you wouldn't have one of those because they're not available to the public, but is an A4 piece of paper turned on its side with a line down the middle and then one to five on one side, one to five on the other side. So you can really visualize and see where you're currently at, but also where you want to go. And this is essentially the new structure for your life. And the reason that we do this as a visual 
is because it is so, so important to actually write it down. So what I really don't want you to do here is to just mentally take note of, yep, this is my new order. I actually want you to visualize it and physically write it and be able to see where you're currently at and where you want to go. And the importance of actually analyzing where we're currently at is being able to spend time and reflect on the changes that we wish to see and also how we're going to achieve them. Now, it's amazing when you actually put pen to paper or visualize or create vision boards or goals or New Year's resolutions or whatever they may look like for you. Because even though we've put it out there to the universe and perhaps we've forgotten about it, subconsciously we know they're there and they're already happening and working towards that. It's interesting, I, in obviously New Year's resolutions January 1st, set myself a bunch of goals for 2021. And I hadn't looked back over those goals for a little while. And I did that this morning and reflected back to see exactly what goals I'd already achieved for the year and for the final quarter of the year, what else I needed to do to be able to achieve and have that self-gratification, I guess, of being able to achieve hard things. And I was quite shocked that even though I hadn't been looking and reflecting on these goals over the last, say, two or three months, I'd actually already been achieving these goals just by putting them out there and truly um, embodying and envisioning exactly where I wanted my life to go in 2021, which was quite mind-blowing that out of the 20 goals I had set, I only had three really to kind of go for the year. Now, as you determine what you consider to be important in your life, You can begin by identifying your priorities and deciding what things that you truly value are. And in order to do this, reflecting upon our unconscious mind allows us to be able to see what we actually want. And the easiest way to do that is to just subconsciously journal and ensuring that when you do that, that there's no external pressures to rush or just be. And start this process by writing down all the things that you love in your life and that you cannot live without. And think about the things that you are thankful for, but also think about the things that you no longer possess yet or that you wish to be able to have someday. I want you to make a list of all the things that make you smile and that like light up your life. All of the people that come into your mind and the places that your mind like wander to whenever you're sitting there just being. What do you consider to be wealth? What is success for you? There's no rules to this process of determining what is important to you and your list may include a variety of different experiences or individuals or feelings or whatever that looks like to you. And once you know what is important to you, then you can decide how you will make the most of this important information. But first, you must know. So knowing is what's the most valuable part about all of this exercise, because unless we actually know where we want to go and what we're, what's important to us, we can't actually act on it. So implementing steps into your life every single day to be able to reach your goals and actioning them and being able to really sit into where you wish to change your life. And I love this process in regards to rather than just living life actually sitting into that conscious moment of changing your life and working on your life rather than it just happening for us, waking up, going to work, coming home. And instead of doing that, waking up a little bit earlier and spending an hour on where we actually wish our life to be able to head in the right direction of what is important to us. 
Now, if you need journaling prompts in regards to the categories that I mentioned earlier, I did an entire journaling episode, which has a lot of different um, prompts and questions that you might be able to follow along with. However, ideally, I would love for you for this reflection task to just sit into the different categories and be able to subconsciously free journal. So it's personal growth and development, career, family, spirituality, relationships, and health and fitness. And when you're actually able to just sit into your subconscious and ask yourself all those different thoughts and processes of what that looks like for you, what does that feel like for you, then you can learn so much about yourself in this process. So some key things here is to make sure that when you are free journaling, think about the emotional response and the emotional trigger that say health and fitness feels for you. How does it feel when you are your healthiest or fittest or strongest? What is the emotion that that brings up? Is it pride? Is it strength? Is it content? Whatever that might feel like for you. How does a relationship feel? And remember that relationships don't just have to be uh, with your partner. It could be friendships, family relationships, relationships with your children, whatever that looks like. And so really go deep into those areas and really, really, truly have that time to be able to self-reflect and go, go really deep and vulnerable with yourself here. Self-awareness is knowing how to call ourselves and our own bullshit and our trauma patterns and responses to different situations and not allowing our ego to protect us or blame others or be a victim in a situation. And that's so hard to be able to do because what happens is our ego takes over and then we end up trying to create a scenario in our mind to protect ourselves that we could never possibly do such a bad thing. However, self-awareness is the key of all of that to understand that we are just a human that makes mistakes as well. So really going deep within those different categories will help us to be able to navigate what our patterns are or um, trauma responses in which we act out or act in certain behaviours for our future selves to be able to change that. Now, our vision is where we wish to be. It's where we want to be one day when we're dreaming on the inside or thinking about our future. And I want you to be really clear about this, it's that it's not selfish to live a life that you truly love. And I feel like so often we live in this hustle culture of like grind, 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 be more, do more. And when you're actually happy and you're like, oh, I'm fine, like life's good, people want to tear you down because it's such a foreign thing. And we kind of wear like busy as a badge of honor. It's like if you run into somebody in the shop, so you're like, hi, how are you? And you're like, busy, so busy. Instead of just being like, yeah, I'm really good. Because it's almost seen as a negative now of that it's selfish that we're happy. And so I really want to change that narrative that to internally search and align our happiness within our life is how we choose to live it and to be mentally, physically and behaviourally healthy, that even in stressed situations, we're able to feel that and it not be selfish. We're able to live a life of total fulfilment, which I think is everyone's whole core being of being here. So by truly speaking to your subconscious and being able to navigate deeper in your journaling and being able to reflect back on different situations or relationships or whatever it may be that you're currently trying to work on, you're speaking to your subconscious and you can awaken your potential by standing firm and displaying resilience in even difficult times from the things that you're currently doing 
to where you actually want to be. So if you're noticing that you're perhaps creating a behavior pattern response or and you're like, oh, that's actually not aligning me to, let's give it a, um, an example here. So let's say you're wanting relationships to be your highest category at the moment. It's something that you're really wanting to put a good focus on. And at the moment, it's sitting on the bottom. And you're noticing that every time your partner gets closer to you that you're pushing away, that right there you can pick up is a behavior pattern. And you know that you actually need to to change that and be able to practice and move forward in order to get the life that you're currently wanting to live. So in order to go from the left side of the piece of paper to the right side, you have to actually make changes and be able to have that self-awareness to reflect back on, "Mm, if I want this to go from the bottom to the top, I need to do X, Y, Z. So what I want you to do is start creating a vision for your ideal life and have a bit of like a word dump here and a play around with drawings or words that you love, colours that come to mind, anything that might make you happy. And it could be asking yourself things like, if you could do anything tomorrow, what would you do? If currency didn't exist, how would you spend your days? When are you absolutely at your happiest? And create a dream or vision board here. And in order to do this, I do this like every January and I absolutely love it. And it's so amazing to be able to reflect back on. And I think there's so much power in this when it's done from the emotional, emotive response. And the way we do that is go and embody the feeling of each one of those and then find an image that reflects that. And so for me, I, on my vision board this year, I had um, this picture of a girl running and it wasn't that she was just a runner. And I had on my goals for the year was a 10 kilometer run, which I actually achieved, but she was smiling as she was running. And for me, the emotional or emotive trigger and response that had come from that was that she had so much self-satisfaction that no one else could give that to her. And that was the, that was the thing that I was kind of chasing. It wasn't that I wanted to do a 10 kilometer run. It was that I actually told myself last year, there is no way that you can do a 10 kilometer run. You can't do that. You're not a runner. And for me, it was more the fact that I wanted to do something hard that I thought I couldn't do and no one else could do it for me. No one else could do that run for me. No one else could push me to do that run. No one else could get into my body and make my legs run. And I knew that my body could do it. It was that my mind was going to give up well before what my body was. So when you're creating these vision boards, I want you to feel into the emotional response of every single one of the images, not just put an image up because it's pretty or it's beautiful. I want you to feel it. So when you look at this vision board and you look at it, you actually have that exact same emotional response. And I'm probably going to assume that you can hear that in my voice when you hear me talk about that picture because it was nothing to do with the fact it was this beautiful girl running. It was the emotional trigger of that self-satisfaction of being able to achieve something that I thought I never could achieve. I hope that makes sense. Now, to align our lives with the principles and values that we embody as a whole, our cultural beliefs and values and all of our systems must reflect our core values. And I know I bang on about it, but our core values are such a massive integral part of why we do what we do and the behaviours that we have. And I think I've done an episode on core values previously. So definitely go a bit deeper in regards to that. It might be under imprint news, but 
if you don't understand what your core values are, what essentially the basis of it in a one-liner is, there are unconscious or subconscious belief systems, which are actually formed in our imprint years from zero to seven years. And they're from so many different areas and elements of our life. And that is the entire belief systems that we carry as adults. So uncovering what our core values are can actually be a really hard task. And our conscious mind is built of so many social constructs of what often the outside world believes that we should prioritise. And so what ends up happening is that we create this scenario in our mind that perhaps our core values are, say, family or job security. But in actual fact, it may be something like self-growth. And we start these different scenarios in our head that we're not a good enough mum if we don't value family as our top core value. So subconsciously, we know that our top core value is not family. It might be self-growth or security or whatever it might look like. But our mind and the fact that we have all of these external factors place that on top. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Now, as we build out our life order, we need to just start and develop a map, like a life map, I guess, of where you actually want to go and essentially stop just living the motions and actually start working on your life instead of just living your life, working on your life and essentially creating your world. And as I mentioned before, I just love this. It's probably my favorite thing about the whole thing is that we get to create our own lives. No one is stopping us from changing jobs. No one is stopping us from changing relationships, partners, changing the way we parent, the way that we are in situations. The only person that can truly change the world we live in is us. And I really want to let that sink in and stop and have you guys really feel into that because at the end of the day, the only person that can change our life is us. And I honestly believe that we create the world that we're living in and we simply run the day or the day runs us and you get to decide that. And you can either have today as day one or one day. And do you want to live a life in charge and be able to be control of where you want to be with who and how you're living each and every day? Or do you want the world just to do you, I guess? And it's incredibly easy to get stuck into a world of Groundhog Day. Very easy. The days come and go, the moon comes up, the sun comes up. It's very quick. And without seeing the huge world of opportunities and possibilities, sometimes we can't even comprehend how amazing life can truly be. We create our happiness and our health and our career paths. And sometimes when we can't even see what that looks like, we don't even know that that's available to us. And it's so amazing that whenever I've had women leave relationships that they feel like they're happy in to be able to go a year later and be like, wow, I'm actually so blown away that I'm deserving to be treated like X, Y, Z. And they're so grateful because they didn't even know that that was an experience that they could have or that that was how they could feel. And the same goes in regards to health and fitness is that in most cases, when women start to look after their health and fitness and prioritize themselves, they don't even know that their bodies are designed to feel this good. And so many of us don't even know that because we're so conditioned to living this life that we're currently sitting in. But we're in charge of that. And Imagine getting the things that you want and where you want to go. So like enrolling in that course or the house or spending more time with your kids and whatever it is, you can do it. But in order to do that and to create new possibilities, you have to structure your values into your week every week. 
And these will be different for everybody, but it's dependent on in regards to what your values are and where you want to go within your life. So if your top priority of your life will was relationships, then perhaps you want to try making new friends each week or putting yourself out there to date or whatever that is. If your value is health, then scheduling in an hour every day for your health. And these are now your new guidelines to align your life with to ensure that you are doing the things that you genuinely love and enjoy. And once we start to structure our weekly practices in, so like making a new friend or trying something new or exercising, then our world will naturally create all these new opportunities and possibilities and experiences that we never even considered previously. And change can definitely feel uncomfortable. The butterfly nerves, the unknown, the million outcomes that we often create in our minds of how something could potentially play out and very rarely actually does. By pushing ourselves with this task, we are opening ourselves to so many different unknown opportunities that sometimes we can't even fathom. And even, I don't know, have you ever heard the saying that good things just come to some people, you know, like how some people are just like, oh, everything good always happens to them. And it's definitely the motto that I want you to adopt, but also good things don't just happen. People go after the things that they want and they go after them because they know where they want to go. And so unless you've actually gone through and worked out where you don't want to be and where you want to go, how do you know where you even want to go? Wow, that was a mouthful. Did that even make sense? Um, So creating a life map and taking into consideration all of the tasks and discoveries of like boundary settings and love languages and your core values and creating a life of purpose and intention of where you want to go in the world with all of the knowledge that you're able to get and gain. And there's so many episodes on so many different areas of this that I really want you to take life by the balls, so to speak. I probably shouldn't have said that one, but I could have come up with a more feminine quote for that. But if I had to summarize from today's questions and category and reorder them all, where do you think that your deepest work is right now? And being able to reflect back on that and know exactly where you need to go and where you want to be. So further to that, I want you to work through, if you haven't already, what your core values are um, as a priority, probably that one. What is important to you within your relationships? Like what, what do you really value in your relationships? And human connection is such a massive one. If you haven't already read it, um, Lost Connections is such a beautiful book in regards to relationships and connection with humans um, as a whole. If you looked at your life audit that we did and it was entirely flipped, what are you focusing on and where do you wish to be? What are your boundaries? What are your love languages? What are your daily rituals from the taskings that we've had today? How are you making space? So what are you clearing out of your life to make space? Um, And I think the episode was called something about releasing what's no longer serving us. And that's such a beautiful episode in regards to allowing things to leave so that we're actually having space for new. And creating space for new is so important because if we're constantly stuck in the role of having what we've currently got in our lives that's no longer serving us, we can't make space for new things to come in. When are you feeling most resentful? Like when was the last time you felt resentment? And that's a really powerful emotion because it's usually a self-reflection in regards to resentment. Do you know what your mission statement is? Do you know what your purpose in life is? 
So there's a lot of different areas here within this life order that you can actually work through and navigate. So if you haven't done that, um, you can head into the Flourish and Fulfilled Facebook group as well and ask for more information in regards to any of those um, that I just listed before. And I can link the different uh, episodes there as well. So if there's some areas in there that you don't know how to navigate, it's it's really important to be able to have that self-awareness to be able to work on because I definitely think they're some really important things. Now, further to that, there's like a little checklist that I've created in regards to like creating your dream life. So I'll just run through that as well. So pen and paper, if you haven't done this, and I'll post it as well into the Facebook group. So acknowledge your values, your purpose and your vision for your life. And so when you actually acknowledge and know and understand what you're here to do, it's really easy to make decisions. So if you're finding that you're somebody that struggles to make decisions or just feels a bit out of alignment or everything's a bit hard, really understand what your values, purpose and vision is because it'll just clear up any of that doubt and you'll be able to make really clear decisions. Create your personal mission statement, set smart goals, ensure you know what your boundaries are. Now, that's a really important one because if we don't know what we're willing to tolerate or not tolerate, how do we know when to say, hey, that's not okay for me? So it's really important to know what your boundaries are within so many different areas in regards to your career, your friendships, your relationships, how you're spoken to by strangers. Everything is really important to actually know what your boundaries are of what you're actually okay with and not okay with. Spend time with the right people and say no to anyone who is not and do not feel bad for a second. Your time is so precious and we end up within 18 months, we take on board the same core values and belief systems of spending time with the five people that we most spend time with. So that's a huge reason to not spend time with anybody who doesn't align with you. Create new possibilities, try new experiences. Appreciate all of the things that you already have So really sit into that gratitude every single day. Acknowledge the changes that you wish to make whilst appreciating where you're at. I love that so much because for me, it's like whilst you have goals and you want to change things in your life, you acknowledge where you're currently at and you still appreciate all of the things in regards to what you have in your life. Create new habits, journal daily, value the lessons as your mistakes teach you. Start making your own happiness a top priority. Truly listen to the emotional response of the things that make you happy, as this will guide your true alignment. Forgive yourself and forgive others. That's such a massive one, because if you're holding on to bitterness or resentment or anger, you are going to always struggle and the only person that hurts is yourself. Focus on the things that you can control. Anyway, That wraps up the checklist for today's um, creating your dream life or dream audit. And I hope that you got some value out of today. And if you did, please make sure that you let me know. You can either leave a review on Apple or head into the Facebook group to continue the conversation, which is, of course, Flourish and Fulfilled. And I will definitely make sure that I'm really responsive this week in regards to these different areas because I think it's so important to be able to analyze and reflect back on where we're currently at and also where we want to go. This week's bookworm, I'm shocked that I haven't done this one before. This is The Paris Affair by Pip Drysdale. And I read this on the plane to Adelaide in three hours and got off the plane and was just like on a total high. Um, This one's actually my all-time favourite book. I won't spoil it, but it has so many twists and turns. 
And it's, yeah, such, such a good book. So definitely, definitely jump onto that one. If you guys want to get involved or leave me a topic suggestion, you can dial in on 0756496851. I hope that you all have a beautiful week and that you enjoyed today's Life Audit Self-Awareness Reflection episode. Bye, guys.